man. Hey, man, how's it going? It's been great. Awesome. It's been great. Awesome. So, Cat Caspar, is that how how to say it? I don't I don't want to say it wrong. Yeah, you actually said it pretty good, Caspars. Caspars. Yes, yes, yes. And what about you? Is is Red your real name? I was thinking Not like my real name, but it's what everyone calls me. So yeah, you can call me Red. Is it weird, like the the reason why you why they call you Red? No, actually, it's funny when uh, I moved towns when I was like in in high school, and when I moved, everyone was like, "You have red hair. We're gonna call you Red." <laughs> so so before the beard, people were just like Red, and and it just kind of stuck, and that that's what I ran with it. I was like, "Okay, I, I am Red." It was kind of like I got to recreate myself when when I moved towns when I was in high school, and I was like, "Cool, I'll run with it," and that's kind of where we're at. That's nice. That's nice. Oh, where are you located at? I'm from Europe, from Latvia. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, I talked to a guy from, I think he was from Latvia a while ago named Nick. Nick, he was on. Yeah. You might, you he's, might. He's great guy. Yeah, yeah, Nick's a cool dude. He was on my podcast a while back. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we did a podcast together. He was a guest. Man. It's been months now, months ago. Yeah. He was kind of one of the first guys I, I found on Twitter. Same for me. Same for me. And he sees like, uh, won't talk much about Nick, but just, just to mention, like, he's very good into all the mental, mental stuff and also burnout. And so, so yeah, makes sense. For sure. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a great guy. I need to reach out to him and see how he's doing. I haven't, haven't seen his content in a while. Wonder how he's doing. So you mentioned in our Discord, you posed the question of how do you deal with the the negative thoughts and the things that are holding you back, specifically in public speaking, but in, in general. So I would love to dive in a little bit into this idea. If you're cool with it, I've got some questions I'd like to ask you, and it, this is based around so neuro linguistic programming is a a form of managing our subconscious and it's a tool used by a lot of mindset coaches and, and therapists even. And it's this idea of a, a lot of times we are programmed like subconsciously we, we have these belief systems and we have these mm -hmm. thoughts that really end up running our lives because we start, mm -hmm. we start going on autopilot and the idea of neuro-linguistic programming is literally just, reprogramming your mind to do the things you want to do because it's crazy like so as humans we've been created to like like our minds are created to help us survive like like at the root cause of all that we do our our minds want to keep us alive and back in the days when we were in cavemen like our, our fears kept us alive as far as like if there was a saber-toothed tiger or the, <laughs> there was something huge crazy that would keep us alive but now our fears are more so public speaking. Our fears are not really rational, but in our mind, we see the fear of public speaking equal to the fear of a saber-toothed tiger, like something that will literally kill us. Exactly. So essentially what, I, and I'm trying to explain this in a way that you and even the viewers would learn, would glean from it. And it's that idea of, we're, we're trying to reprogram our mind. 
in our case, it's reprogramming our mind for success or for growth. So what I'd like to do is kind of work through um, a, a few different questions that help us identify patterns. Because a lot of times our, our lives are kind of set up in patterns. So if you can identify the pattern of your life, and if there's a negative pattern, if you can identify it and then reframe it or shift the perspective of it, then you can take that step towards overcoming it. Actually, I've been working with this as well. And the thing that has helped me is meditation. Yes. You, you might heard about, heard about it that, you know, your, your thoughts aren't just coming to you, coming to you one after another, but you have time to think about it and reflect on them when you're sitting in silence and you're just observing things. So, so that's, that's the thing that has really helped me. I agree. I'm a huge proponent of meditation. I was actually meditating this morning. I like to do two kills in one shot. I think that's the way that you put it on, on our conversation. I like to do that when it comes to, I will cold plunge and meditate at the same oh, time. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's intense. And like, I've been working through it. Today was actually my 150th day straight. So I've done 150 days straight of cold yeah. plunging and about probably 10, 15 days in, I added the meditation, but man, it's crazy to to like allow the body to literally be in like a state of shock, but the mind is focusing on, on something else, like a thought or, or your breath. It's, it's really interesting, uh, a thing to try. So if, if you ever want to try that, definitely, I encourage you to do that, but, but let's go ahead and dive into these questions. So around this idea of negative thoughts, I'm curious, what are some recurring ne negative thoughts or beliefs that you've noticed in your life? As I was thinking about it, as, as the idea appeared in our community, the first thing actually that came to my mind is beliefs. I wasn't thinking really about the idea that we want to survive, but about the idea that we are like programmed in a way that we don't really believe that we can make it. We are programmed uh, with a negative mindset and we are actually programmed like the first seven years when we are born, that's when we are programmed with this, it's just unconscious mind. And yeah, this is the, I think the biggest thing that comes to my mind where we are thinking about negative thoughts. You can't even achieve anything because you don't believe yourself. You don't believe that you can make it and it's just in, on your mind. And that's, that's the first thing, like <laughs> the first step to overcome your negative thoughts, I think. For sure. How do these negative thoughts typically affect your actions and decisions? You think, especially these, right? Yeah. I mean, I've, I've noticed that, you know, you can't, can't really jump into the project, the goal that you want to achieve because you don't really, no, I mean, you can't, can't, can't jump in it. But even subconsciously, you, so you don't see it, that you don't believe in yourself. You actually don't know that, but over the period of time, when you are going after your goal, you notice it, that you actually don't really believe it. And uh, yeah, it, it definitely brings down your, your performance 
you, you just can't achieve it at the end of the day. For sure. For sure. So when did, for you personally, when did you first start experiencing these negative thoughts? Is there a specific like trigger or event? I'd say the whole entrepreneurship, when you're trying to do something on your own, when you're trying to achieve something that is not like given, like in, in a regular job, that's, that's when I noticed that I have this negative thing in my life. And, and yeah, that's, that's when I started working on that and starting to really understand what it is to believe in yourself and to yeah, believe in yourself. It's, it sounds very simple, but you know, once, once you get into uh, work, once you try to achieve something, it's, it's, that's when you really understand what it is and yeah, it hit me. For sure. And it's funny cause you, I feel like cliches are cliches because, and I feel like the, the simple things they're simple because we need to do them, but even still, like, like you said, it's tough to do them. And I think it's this idea of mastering the basics. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times people miss that. And, and I like to use the story of, so, so I play drums and I play drums for a little bit now. And I've recently over the past, almost a year now have been teaching a few, few younger guys how to play drums. And it's from having to teach that I myself have grown in my skills of playing drums and the same goes with my mindset coaching. The more I, I teach others on it, the more I learn myself, but it's this idea of mastering the basics. Cause when, when I first started teaching the, these young guys to play drums, we didn't start just playing super fast songs. We started learning the fundamentals, like how, proper techniques, proper ways to hold your hold the sticks, proper ways to sit even. And it's funny because a lot of times we don't think about those things. We just try to dive right in. And you might think of, and, and, and there's something to starting for sure. Like it, that, that's, a, especially in this entrepreneur space, like it's important to start. And at the same time, it's important to develop those skills, the basics. And I think a lot of people miss, but, but to think more so in, in this realm of negative thoughts and noticing those patterns and reframing them. I'm curious, can you think of alternative ways to view the situation that might not be as negative? The way I look at it is, I think it really helped me. Like when you don't look at things like, oh, I want to, I don't know, achieve this goal. I want to make $10,000 per month, or I want to, I don't know, whatever your goal is. You just stop looking at the result and you start looking at the person you're becoming. And no matter what happens, I achieve the goal or I don't achieve it. You're just becoming a better person. And yeah, you're becoming the person that could achieve it and you're leveling up. And that really breaks everything, every, every negative thought in my head. And it's just, yeah, the, the person you're becoming, that's, that's what really matters. That's good. What would, what would a friend or a mentor say about the, the, the situation. So, so I, I want us to think of it because for you, it's the specifically this idea of public speaking, right? And, and there's these negative thoughts, something that might be holding you back from doing this. So what, what would a friend or mentor say about this situation? Like how might they see it differently 
Yeah, how might they may see, how might they see it differently? About public speaking, hmm. I'd say I don't really know. Would there be really a difference? You know, fair. That's fair. How could you possibly? Okay, so how could you reframe this challenge to view it as an opportunity for growth? Yeah, it's it's simple. This one is really simple. <laughs> I think as I as I mentioned before, you know, just viewing as an opportunity to grow, as you said, it's simple as that. And yeah, the thing that really helped me is like knowing the person that you want to become, like break it down into characteristics and yeah, looking at that person, how would he act? How would he respond to this situation? How would he, yeah, be detailed about the person and in, in the way of, you know, you want to speak in public, you just act like that person would act and you stop thinking about the negative things when you do that, you know, mm -hmm. when you dive into those characteristics deeply and try to be like that character, you know, for sure, for sure. And let, let's, let's dive into this whole idea. Cause I feel like there's, there's power in visualizing it and that's a yeah. whole other step. So I'm curious, can, can you visualize yourself successfully overcoming this? Like, what does that look like? You're talking about public speaking, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's use, cause for instance, that's what you're, you, you pose the question on. So let's really dive into mm -hmm. that's something that definitely can, can think into, but yeah. So how would I see myself, right? Yeah. How would you visualize yourself successfully overcoming the challenge of public speaking? Like, what would that look like? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Actually, the first thing that I look at is like, also the feeling that you get when you go over that, that obstacle that you have in your way. That's, that's one thing that really has helped me. But yeah, to give a little bit of backstory, like I've been always a shy kid in my, in my childhood. I've never been the social guy who would, you know, walk up, uh, talk to this person, talk to this girl, all those things. And that has always held me a bit down. But to overcome this thing, I would really just look at myself and I would forget about my past. I would forget that I'm shy. I'm not really the social person. And I would think about yeah, the characteristics and that would be like, I would like to be a fun, fun person. I would like to be a person who's interesting to talk to. And all these, all these positive traits of, of, of the person who you want to become. And yeah, just, just get, getting those traits, you know, try to maybe even try to do it in, in, in stand in front of the mirror and try to get in the role, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So you mentioned feeling, which is important. And I'm glad you mentioned that because I, yeah. That would be my following question. Maybe take a moment. How would you feel if you were able to navigate the situation of public speaking with confidence and success? Like, how would that feel? That would feel amazing. You know, <laughs> you would, you would feel like, like a king and, and that's actually what we're going after. Exactly. That's exactly what we're going after. That's right. So I'm curious. I, I would love for you to think of a time when you felt confident, empowered, like, like you mentioned, 
how in the past, yeah, you might have been shy. You might not have spoken to the girl that you might have been too shy or embarrassed to speak to. But I'm sure some at some point in your life, there's there was a moment where you felt confident and empowered. And maybe when you think about this, could you recall maybe a sensation or picture or a sound that's associated? I would definitely say it's uh, sports, you know, typical, typical thing. You're, you're in the gym or I played football in, in my younger days, a uh, moment uh, on the pitch or after a good run, you know, you've overcome, you're feeling good about yourself and it would definitely would be a moment after, after some good activity. That would be my, my, my thing. For sure. So the reason I ask this, it's really interesting. The way that our brains work, there's this idea, it's called anchoring. I don't know if you've ever heard of this before, but, but it's, there's this idea of anchoring and with our mind, we associate. So we, we have all our feelings, sight, taste, smell, hearing, sound, all those feelings, all those senses. And a lot of times our brain will associate certain smells, certain music, certain sounds, certain photos, pictures with a certain emotion. For instance, it could be negative and it could be good. So, so by thinking of a time when you felt confident for you, it's either the gym or you're on the pitch. I'm, I'm from the U S so, so I, but I, I watched Ted Lasso. So I know that that means the soccer field. So, so <laughs> the football field, excuse me. I definitely <laughs> just made so many people upset on the soccer. You're going to be canceled. <laughs> apologies. I am sorry. Football. <laughs> But, but you, you, so you tie, you tie that confidence, you tie that empowerment to the sports and sporting events. So, so the thought is when you're stepping out on, so say you're on going to go step on a stage to public speak, for instance, it might be a space, have that visualization of stepping out onto the pitch, have that visualization of mm -hmm. uh, your most confident moment. Cause, cause for you. You turn, if you turn the stage or you turn the opportunity to speak in the space, if you turn that into the pitch, if you turn that into the gym, those places where you feel most confident, then over time, that's your, your brain's going to connect the two to be the same, if that makes sense. So all of a sudden, the confidence you felt on the pitch is going to be the confidence you, you feel in a space or on stage. So, so the, that's kind of the reasoning behind. I asked that, and that's a really cool practical thing that you could do there. So, so, so I'm curious as, as we kind of dive into this a little more. So, so yeah. So when you're, you're faced with a challenge, how could you trigger those positive emotions using that? You mean just, uh, imagining the uh, scene where you're confident, right? Yeah. 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 It, yeah. And, and, and that, the reason I ask, because a lot of times it's, it's different for everyone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I feel. So, like, I mean, for I, me, I'll use an example. So, like, for me, if I think about, so, so one anchor that I use, especially when I'm speaking, is is I know that if I put my shoulders back, and, and I like hit myself on the chest, maybe, like that reminds me of those times when I was playing sports, when I was get or when I'm in the gym and I'm trying to like, you know, get myself ready to lift some heavy weight. And when I do that, instantly I'm put into this space of confidence. 
And when, when I get my, I, I get into this space of, of empowerment. So, so that's kind of like what I would do. But the, that's the reason I ask you this question. That's something that's good for you to think, or even the people that may listen in the future or watch in the future. That's a good question to even sit on for a while is how can you find that, find those anchors for you and really, and really remember to go to, because it's really easy to be triggered in the moment for the negative. Cause, cause currently right now, public speaking for you is it triggers negative thoughts, right? It, you're like, it triggers this, you're, you're almost afraid to start. Right. So, so yeah. in order, so when you notice that the way to reframe it, the way to, to shift it is to have that, that trigger for you. Some people snap that works for some people. And, and it seems so like crazy woo woo. Like it seems kind of like out there. But you'll be so amazed how over time your body is going to be like, okay, this is tied to this positive emotion where it used to be tied to the negative. Now it's tied to the positive and it's a shift takes place. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say like in, in the moment where I'm feeling negative, it's definitely way harder to get it, get the shift happening, you know, but the thing that it's way easier for me and it's, it's, there's not, 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 not some kind of magic in it is just, you know, we are kind of programmed in this behavior, feeling negative, feeling anxious. And the easiest way is just repetition, doing the thing over and over and over, going through the negative emotions. It might sound harsh, but that's, that's the easiest way that I, I see it and there's no magic there. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And yeah, and I agree. And, and the, the thing is, is that it works. And a lot of times we overcomplicate the thing. And I think that, like you said, it's the repetition of in the reestablishing the pattern. Cause it's like in the beginning, I mentioned we, we identify a pattern and then we replace it. And I think that's, that's the key part that a lot of people may miss is a lot of times we just identify the problem and then we're like, oh, it's cool. And not realizing there's a pattern to it. And if we can find the pattern and interrupt it with the new pattern we want over time, that will become the new pattern. That will become the new habit. And it's out of building that new habit, then we're able to step into the people that we want to become, right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, this really reminds me of the, of the book and, uh, I don't remember what's the name, uh, habits, the book about habits. Yeah, I really, habits? Is that yes, exactly. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. such a classic. And there, there was this uh, quote, like, it's not about, you know, replacing the bad habit, the bad, the bad pattern, but it's about collecting the good, good habits, good actions and doing those more than the bad ones, you know? So focus on getting the wins over on the good side. For sure. Yeah. And it's all about where you focus. And it's so interesting because, because in some people may, may disagree, but sometimes the things that drive us, if we could be driven by, so motivation, usually motivation boils down to two things. It boils down to a negative I'm doing this to not be that, or it results to the positive. I'm doing this because I'm this. 
And if and it sounds so simple again, but if we could reframe it to the part of this is who I am, so I do this, opposed to this is who I don't want to be, so I don't do this. It's an avoidance. So if if we switch it from avoiding to focusing, then we're able to really tap into that. Because believe it or not, a lot of times when we say a statement, our our mind isn't going to focus on the fact we said, I don't want to be. They'll just, it'll just focus on the end of it. So instance, if you, if the thought was, I'm doing this because I don't want to be shy. Your, your mind focuses on shy. So therefore, what you bring, what you focus on, you bring about. So if you're you're focused on that and you're focused on avoiding it, you're actually going to run to it. Now, if the opposite, if you say, I'm doing this because I'm confident and I'm a professional communicator, like if you truly declare yourself to be what you want to be, then your mind's going to start seeking out those opportunities. And it's going to be like, okay, if if I'm confident and I'm I'm focused on the positive of what I, where I want to go, what I want to be. And then that's really where that shift happens. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Definitely. But, but we'll, so we'll, we'll kind of go to the, the close of our conversation, man. It has gone by so fast and I definitely hope you got some killer, killer value from this and those that may potentially watch, I'm not even sure if I'll even use this as a podcast, but, but I definitely wanted to, to connect with you personally because when you're in the community, and I just, I just think you're, you're doing great things and it's good to see another person out there just in this, in this growth journey. So I want to pause here and I want to ask you, what's been the biggest insight you've gotten from our conversation today? Man, there's, there's so, so, so many things that we managed to go over like in 30 minutes. It's even hard to like say one thing. <laughs> I'd say, yeah, just. Focusing on, on the good, 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 becoming better, focusing on the positive thing, not, not running away from something, but going towards because, because you're, you're becoming something better, someone better. And yeah, I think simply, yeah, becoming better, becoming the person. For sure. For sure. And what, what's your next action step or steps now that you've got this new insight i mean just just go go and do the things and oh definitely i need to remind myself of the moment when i'm feeling confident that's that's definitely one thing i'm I'm going to think about after this conversation awesome yeah it, that anchoring anchor is what it's called anchoring and, exactly. and i love i love that it's called the anchor because it's such a visual like you think of this huge giant boat or like this huge yacht or even like a, a cruise line or something, and you you picture something as small as an anchor because anchors aren't that large compared to the enormous boats that are there, and and I picture this the the one thing that's keeping it steady, that's keeping it grounded and keeping it where it's at. And if we can, yeah, if we can connect that that anchor, that 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 one, whether it's a gesture, like for me, it's a slap on the chest or it's a, or even like a photo. Cause that's cool. Cause like for me, I can look up and I have a photo of my family and I have a photo of uh, like my, my kids when they're my kid, when he was like tiny 
And I can look at those and that anchors and that helps me know my why. So when I'm sitting there and I might be on like our podcast now, or I might be on a space, I can look over and see that photo and I'm reminded of this is why I'm doing this. Like it, I, I am, I'm being that, that, that rock for my family. So yeah, if, whether it's an image or it's a, a gesture or it's a sound, maybe it's a song. You've got that one song that can hype you up, but, but <laughs> yeah, and it's, and it's so easy and practical. A lot of people might miss that, but, but yeah, if there was one, one thing that I could take from that, I think it, you, you said it best is, is finding that for you and running with it. Was that not a fire conversation? I know you're going to leave better than before you tuned into it. And if you enjoyed this conversation, be sure to hit the subscribe button on screen. And if you want to continue watching more inspiring and encouraging content, you can click here. If you really got something out of this, or if you have any feedback so that we can make this show even better, don't hesitate, drop a comment below. As always, thank you, and I look forward to seeing you again soon.